Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. It is such an honor to have you all with me here today. As you heard in the intro, the Magnolia Healing Center is a project that Lauren and I, Lauren, my wife, and I have been working on for about six months here, and we are super excited about it. We've gotten a lot of interest regarding different modalities of healing, chakra healing, energy healing, Reiki, yoga, so we have all that in the works. Stay tuned for updates on that being offered at the Magnolia Healing Center. Today, I'm going to be discussing the devastating effects of unmet childhood needs. Children have very specific needs if they are going to develop a sense of self. In childhood, when a child is being raised, there are developmental needs, emotional, spiritual, relational needs that are required from the parents, from the primary caregivers. Now, when they are not met, it creates a void. It creates an inner emptiness. And this emptiness essentially is where the needs would have filled up, that would have nurtured the sense of self. And because of the lack of that, the sense of self is going to be malnourished and ultimately there's gonna be childhood wounds. So unmet needs, from childhood do not go away later on in adulthood. In fact, oftentimes they get worse and they wreak havoc on the individual, on their personality, on the way they interact with the world and their relationships, most specifically their intimate relationships. So when there are unmet needs, we feel a deep sense of lack uh, and, and longing for our needs to be met. The longer the individual goes without meeting their childhood needs, the more they start to wreak havoc on the individual's life and how they uh, interact with their own specific needs. So after a long period of time, create, having these unmet childhood needs, it creates a craving, it creates a, a, a yearning for them to be met. This leads to an unfortunately futile attempt to meet our childhood needs with our adult relationships. Now this wreaks havoc on those relationships because childhood's over and adults cannot meet each other's childhood needs. This has to be done, uh, and I'll talk specifically about how this is done, but most specifically by ourselves. So when we have these unmet childhood needs, what happens is it bleeds over into our adult relationships and it hijacks them. And what happens is we start to project our unmet childhood needs from our primary caregivers onto our partners, onto our intimate partners, even coworkers, even our bosses, friends. And we try to manipulate, bully, people please, and try to get others to give us what we lacked early on. This is most of the time, if not all the time, completely unconscious to the individual who is largely unaware of the intention and motivation of most of the reason why they pursue the things that they do pursue in relationships. Now, because a child cannot hold their parents accountable for their needs not being met, they start to blame and shame themselves. This is where you see that the concept of Alice Miller who says that a child would much rather be the bad child in a good world than a good child in a bad world. They cannot fathom the fact that their parents, who they believe deep down at their core, are protecting them, loving them, and because they're not doing so, they start to blame themselves, and they become very critical towards themselves. They start to humiliate, they start to shame, abuse themselves. As a child, feels entirely helpless and hopeless and shameful for not being able to get their needs met. Now, I do feel strongly that addiction is, from this perspective, what I'm talking about here, is actually attempting to meet unmet childhood needs in maladaptive ways. 
So what happens is that because the child does not necessarily know how to relate to the world and to themselves in a way that'll actually communicate, identify, and then communicate what the needs are and meet them in a timely fashion, they reach for the drug of choice, which oftentimes is serving to fill that void because they do not know necessarily how to satisfy themselves, how to fulfill themselves, how to meet their own specific childhood needs. Perhaps they're just unaware that their childhood needs were unmet. And uh, addiction is a way of trying to soothe that to meet those needs, but ultimately it is a maladaptive way. And the example I like to bring is trying to, let's say, drink your way to not being hungry. You know, if your body's telling you you're hungry, then you got to eat. If your body's telling you you're thirsty, then you got to drink. But if you are hungry and you start to drink, ultimately that's just not going to fulfill you. It's not going to fulfill that need. So most of the time the addiction uh, is, is, let's say, alcohol, right? It's usually an attempt to feel comfortable in your own skin or feel safe or feel connected. And as a result, because they cannot meet this need by themselves, perhaps they cannot uh, meet their need of feeling safe, feeling loved, feeling acceptable within their own specific life between them and themselves or with other people, the, the alcohol in that instance would, would take that place and attempt to fulfill that need. I will add here that one of the reasons actually we, we attract narcissistic partners is because narcissistic partners, what they're able to do is exploit your weaknesses or your shadows or your, your blind spots. And one of the blind spots we have are our childhood wounds and our unmet childhood needs. So if you have these unmet childhood needs, what a narcissistic abuser will be able to do is to sort of flash before you the unmet childhood need. Let's say it's attention, affection, intimacy, unconditional love. And because we've been so craving it and yearning it for so long, what we'll end up doing is we'll actually fall for it and ignore red flags because that'll kind of I guess, pull the wool over our eyes. We won't be able to see it for what it is. And because we're so excited and so enticed by the need that has not been met for so long, finally getting met, it becomes a sort of intoxication. And therefore we, we fall for that love bombing and we ignore all the terrible things that are being done oftentimes for years and even decades. So one of the devastating effects of having unmet childhood needs is this concept of fear-based mindset or fear-based consciousness or lack consciousness. And essentially it's this, it's this idea that we believe that there's just not enough in the world, the universe cannot provide, and then we have to fight uh, to get our needs met, we have to, to, to kill or be killed. So the thing about living in a fear-based mindset is that it constantly leaves you in this state of yearning because you feel like you don't have enough because you're in constant survival mode. And this yearning, which comes from fear and a lack of consciousness, uh, it causes us to attach to, to situations, to people, to things, and cling to them uh, because of this fear of not getting your, you know the need met in the future. So attachment is rooted in fear, and attachment does not fulfill you when it comes to connection and when it comes to actually meeting your relational, emotional needs later on in life. So when you're coming from this attachment based relationship style, then in essence, you're going to hold on to people. You're going to cling to things. You're not going to let go and you're not going to let go of things you don't need. And ultimately you're going to uh, not be able to really give yourself the nutrients, uh, the things that you do need in a timely fashion. So you're not going to come from this place of connection, which is an abundance mindset. It's a connection mindset. It's a, it's a place of, uh, of love. It's a place of there's plenty and you're, you're, you know, the universe is constantly expanding and providing for me. It's not that you're constantly in fear. You're constricted, you're defended, you're protected. And ultimately, it doesn't bode well for relationships because relationships are designed to help you connect. So if you're attaching, then you're not connecting and ultimately you're not going to be fulfilled in relationships and you're going to project, you're going to defend, uh, you're going to try to manipulate your partner or have them manipulate you to try to get your unmet childhood needs met. And ultimately that leads to unfulfilling relationships that leads to codependency, narcissistic relationships, and ultimately uh, breaks down any form of intimacy. So some of the unmet childhood needs that I'm discussing here are, are most notably unconditional love, acceptance, safety, validation, uh, connection, 
uh, protection, attention. These are some of the most basic needs. And when these are not met, what happens is that the child feels abandoned, they feel neglected, they feel shameful, they feel unworthy. And from the way I see it, it all comes back to the abandonment wound. So no matter what has happened to you in childhood, the reason it was wounding is because there was a need and that need did not get met. And as a result, self wasn't nurtured and that created a, a wound, most notably the abandonment wound because the need that was designed to be met by the parents, by the primary caregivers or those who were responsible to meet those needs were not, and therefore they abandoned uh, the need, they abandoned you, you feel abandoned, you feel rejected, you feel unlovable, you feel shameful, some of the devastating effects of not having your childhood needs met early on. So now I wanna talk about what to do. So childhood's over, right? So seemingly you're screwed because you're in adulthood and you're just attracting these dysfunctional relationships, you're highly wounded, and what to do because childhood's over, you can't get those needs met from your parents. So the big trick here is to identify your needs of childhood and meet them by yourself. So this is one of the most fascinating things that has helped me on my healing journey is realize that I could actually be a parent to my child self. So I guess you can see divide yourself into two parts or two people. One of them is the adult self and one of them is the child self. And by identifying with the parent self and then creating and holding space for the inner child, the wounded child, and just being present for that child and allowing that child to uh, express him or herself, allow him or her to feel the feelings that, that were not allowed to be felt and expressed early on, uh, really the most important need for a parent to a child, from my perspective, is the present moment awareness, just being present. Being present to your child meets so many of the unmet needs. So let's say love, safety, protection, attention, all those needs would be met if the parent were just to be present. So in the case of you and your own inner child, it's so important to just be present to yourself, be in the moment, feel your feelings, practically speaking. This just means identify your triggers, feel the feeling, don't judge it, don't create a story, allow the feeling to come, allow the feeling to go, even though the feeling feels like it's gonna be there forever, it will not. And once you do that, what you're doing is you're actually allowing the inner child to integrate. And it's important to do this because the child now feels as if he or she is part of your life, and then it's also important to set boundaries with this child. So when this child is raging out or pissed off or frustrated or shame-based and just trying to attack, what you wanna do is you wanna set limits, set boundaries as you would with a child who's throwing a tantrum, hold space, validate those emotions, but ultimately don't let the child dictate what you're gonna do as the adult self in this relationship. And then practically speaking, don't let it uh, control your emotions, don't let it control your perceptions, your decision-making, and the narrative in your, in your, in your head. And identify the, the core beliefs that this child created, the lies it told him or herself as a result of trying to make sense of this reality of not having needs met. It's a devastating reality to not have your needs met in childhood because you are extremely helpless. And not only that, you feel shameful and then you blame yourself. So it becomes a psychological prison. So in order to set yourself free from this prison of, of unmet needs and get yourself out of this negative shame-based feedback loop of blaming yourself is to just pause and create space and realize that there's a wounded, hurt self inside of you that needs to be validated, accepted, and given all those things, attention, protection, and, and, and those things can be given through identifying them within yourself and working through this child-adult relationship between you and your inner child, which can be hugely healing. It's important to stop looking for childhood needs in other people, in intimate partners. Childhood needs cannot be met by other people. When you do face yourself, when you do identify your triggers and you work with your own attachment traumas, your own emotional reactive states, and you meet your needs or unmet needs of childhood by yourself, you become whole. And this allows you to develop a sense of self and become independent. And when you are independent, you are in a place where you are able to enter into a relationship with other people and not from a fear and a lack 
attach and clinky based mindset, but rather you can come from a place of, of happiness and independence and inner peace. This is really what gives us the ability to share our lives with other people. Because if we are sharing our lives with other people and we're sharing our wounds or we're sharing our chaos, we become clingy, we become controlling, and we try to get our unmet child needs through the other person. And ultimately it breaks down because we cannot do that. So it's important to identify the wholeness within, become whole, develop that self. And then once you are whole, inner peacefully, happy, then you're able to connect and share that happiness with another person and really create healthy intimacy with others and not just your intimate partners, but all people in life, friends, family, coworkers, bosses, just everyone will feel that wholeness and that you're not needing something from them. And ultimately it creates that ease and that peace that really leads to happiness and fulfillment. So if this is a struggle for you, you are certainly not alone. I struggled for decades on unmet needs from childhood, which just really wreaked havoc on all my relationships. Uh, it, it made me feel shameful. It made me disconnect from myself. And Lord knows I could not keep and maintain a healthy, intimate relationship with anybody because I was so in my head and so just trying to protect myself from getting exploited. If this is a struggle for you. It'd be an honor to assist you in, in healing from having unmet childhood needs and having childhood wounds. Please reach out for a consultation if you would like to work with me one on one coaching. My email is info at yitzepstein.com. My phone 818 210 6049. It's such an honor to be here with you today. Until next time, all the best. <laughs>